0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings Podcast. I'm your host Tate with my co-host Corbin, and today It's quite a different day, that's for sure. Yeah, very different day from we're, our typical content.: We're just going to be talking about the current state of the market, because obviously, as we all know, if you are an investor into crypto, it is a bloodbath out there. It is. But it with is, blood in the streets comes many, many opportunities. Lots of opportunities, way too many. More or less. I'm just upset that I don't have more cash on the sidelines ready for this opportunity. I had zero cash on the side. That's the, yeah, I can kind of get enough in the chat for that. Big F. Anyways, there's a lot happening in this market. And there's a lot that we kind of need to recap about and just analyze more or less as a whole. And we need to just basically give ourselves a better understanding of what's going on and why this is all happening. And obviously, as we were able to see in the past that we had the Luna crash, Hmm. and that had a major downfall with the market, but that wasn't the only factor. Now we are starting to see things about Celsius, and just the whole entire world economy is just not stable at all. And I mean, we've kind of really recognized this. I mean, as in the past, we've seen just nonetheless nonstop printing of the dollar and the dollar is or was more or less the world currency and everybody around the world used that and it's just, it's just if you're going to nonstop print it off it's not going to be stable down the road no there's no, no longevity to
1: it yeah because inflation is inevitable it, it continues to be a monetary phenomenon
0: yeah <laughs> yeah so Celsius, I mean, Corbin, can you just give us like a recap of kind of what went wrong with that whole situation?
1: Yeah, so essentially there was a lot of shady behind the scenes things going on with Celsius. Yep. That wasn't super public. You could find stuff about it, but it wasn't like mainstream news. This yeah. is the big stuff going on. Under um, the
0: rug before they pulled the rug.
1: Yeah, they didn't they didn't
0: necessarily rug, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, Cause, you're, they're, you're right. They didn't rug because they didn't. I mean, they haven't really like sold off anything. They've just halted trading and have prevented people from being able to use their utilize their assets. Yeah, and that's more or less a rug, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's it's like I don't want to declare them guilty until they've been proven so. Yeah. So they've course. halted it, but they haven't said that they've gone bankrupt and they haven't done a Mount Gonks, where they said, "Well, we don't have any money." You're right. See ya yeah true that's so, what that's what luna did so yeah. well i mean that was a whole different situation of that push. was that was the
0: bad side of DeFi. yeah sadly yeah. that was a stable coin that crashed immensely yeah and- resulted in much more crashing
1: yes yeah that yeah it was like a domino effect in the market but i, th- I think the main thing that happened with celsius is they just had a liquidity crisis sure. um and they had a they had a couple different things that actually happened to them. There's a very good uh, Coin Market or sorry CoinDesk article about this that mentioned that in June 2021 they had a lot of Ethereum in Stakehound, which allows you to stake your Ethereum, sure. essentially. And they said that they had misplaced the private keys for over
0: thirty eight thousand ETH. Oh. That's too much. That's millions of dollars. Just misplaced. So much money. Hidden.
1: So much money. And what's even crazier too is that Celsius lost at least thirty five thousand of it, and all it left him with was a now worthless uh, token that you get from Stakehound, which at the time was worth money. But yeah. like after that happens, he ain't coming back from You're not that. not Recovering chief. that easy? Nah, nah. He ain't coming back from that. And then on June tenth. Uh, Celsius had some staked ether, more obviously staking stuff. Yes. And then depegged, and then just a whole bunch of other stuff that, uh, that they didn't really disclose to the public. And people had to do some digging on the blockchain, which is one of the actual beauties of the blockchain is people can I see. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. People can see on the back end that like, hey,
0: they're not being really transparent about this. And that goes with everything. I mean, you're able to train you are basically able to track where every single transaction were to ever go through the blockchain. It's obviously some scribble of a address that you're tracking, but you're able to find out exactly what ex- which exchange it's going to, and just where it's exactly moving. And then you can yeah. also locate the IP addresses and all that extra. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So, like, if somebody scams yeah. and people know about it like that that can be public information that if like maybe somebody had rugged an nft project for yep. instance that wallet address can be not necessarily blacklisted but it can be put out there that hey this this wallet address you know is activated by this account and like you can see the chain of where that came from to eventually a host wallet yep. where more than likely the scammer was initially operating from
0: yeah good stuff it's it's crazy yeah yeah because I I mean, with that specifically, you're able to just find out about where all of the token is being stored mm-hmm. and then go on f- with all your information from there. Yeah. See, just basically watch it like a bloodhound, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It really helps. The transparencies. Everything's really selling off very hard and very fastly because of, I mean. Luna and Celsius are two major factors, and I guarantee, without a doubt, we're going to be seeing a lot more than just those two things Mm -hmm. crashing very, very hard. Tether still has not gone back to
1: a dollar. In months. Mm Mm-hmm. They've just recently taken out a trillion. Was it a trillion? It It was a really high amount of
0: Tether out of the market. Wow. So...
1: Being, uh, it's being unpegged from the
0: dollar. If you're able to use any stablecoin, make sure you be make sure that you use USDC. Not financial advice, obviously, yes, but that is going to be your best option. Yeah,
1: uh, USDC has a very strong backing. BlackRock has a lot of equity in it.
0: A lot of equity in USDC, yep. and it's also backed by United States dollar itself. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There's actual physical, tangible dollars behind yes. it. It's not just random imagination it's it's not just yeah it's not just Evergrand. yeah and hopes and dreams backing it and i mean also there's so much more besides just that i mean this is kind of bouncing off of it but like as we all see on major news sources the economy is not stable no interest rates continue to uh, to peak and the dollar just continues to lose value yeah. And everything continues to rise in price. Yeah. Well, the Fed needs to take out the bazooka already
1: and just give us like a whole percentage point or 100 basis point rise. But they're not. They keep tiptoeing around yeah. the issue. Yeah. Because it, look, it looks
0: bad on them. Of course. I mean, it's, it's going to look even worse if they continue just to tiptoe about it all. And then it just spans out for years on end. Yeah. And then we just go into an even worse recession than we could potentially be facing already. Yeah. Yes, but here's the thing. I personally, I think they're playing this as a a purely
1: political move. Because if they stop the recession from happening before the next presidential election, or until the elections that we're going to be seeing later this year, uh, this is for the states, obviously. Yeah. But if if they if they are potentially able to sp- like kind of keep putting it like stuffing the skeleton in the closet, even though it keeps like. Flopping out and like, and like the doubt just keeps doing this (laughs) when the skeleton comes out. Yeah, and Jerome's just like in the back, like in the closet, trying to make sure that the whole economy doesn't collapse
0: because it's gonna be a whirlwind for them. It's gonna be a whirlwind once they say we're actually in a recession. Well, yeah, because they're not saying anything about that. Why would they? It's just yeah. I mean, it's like Michael
1: Sailor telling you to
0: buy Bitcoin at sixty nine thousand dollars. Yeah you have a point they don't want us to win no well they they, you, they want you to pump their bags yeah too, so you have a point <laughs> you have great points
1: yeah so we have that and then we also still have the ongoing war in ukraine
0: yes. which is not helping things at all and it's so sad for, to see that just continuing to spike and uh continue to be going on and yeah it's my heart goes out to everybody in facing that absolutely same it's it's sad because like by now, personally, I, I personally thought Russia would have just given up. So I, it, I, we were all hoping Russia would have given up by now. Stubborn, yeah. I a mean, then again, economy. this is Russia
1: we're talking about. Nonetheless, it would have been nice to see them like calm the hell down. They already they've already gotten, I think, was it somewhere between a quarter and a half, which I guess would be a third, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which would be about a third of Ukraine. Unfortunately, so would have been nice if they would have just been like, okay, we got a third, calling it there.
0: Stopped all this junk, but they are not stopping until they actually. Can. No, I don't think they will. I'll be, no, that's this. terrible. Yeah, and that's that's gonna help nothing. Like, I don't understand any of it because them gaining access to Ukraine and basically over overruling Ukraine is not gonna help anything in the world's economy. It's all about power, Tate. Yeah. Ukraine has a major
1: port in it. They have a lot of the world's wheat supply. They have a lot of oil reserves. It's a,
0: it's a it's, resource it's probably, and power play. It's probably more or less the oil. They want to take over all the oil. Because like, I feel like if they're going to overtake the whole entire... like Yes, they, they might have a very large wheat supply, but I feel like them overtaking the country is going to diminish a majority of that wheat supply. Because of them going through the lands and destroying crops and all of that. Potentially, but who's to say they can't rebuild it?
1: Of this course. isn't another Chernobyl situation yeah, where you're it's. You're right. Just I not- mean,
0: majority of Russia is like inhabitable. Yeah. Where they're not able to do anything besides obviously mine oil. Sure. So it makes sense. Yeah. But it's just so. F- it's not. It's not good. And it's not going to. I mean, nobody else is. I mean, not nobody, but. A lot of people, majority, aren't supporting Russia in this. No. And why would they? They have no reason to,
1: unless they're an ally with them, such as China or India or Brazil, any of the BRICS nations.
0: Yeah. But nonetheless, that has a major factor in why everything is going red. Yeah. Freaking squeaking. Anyways, (laughs) I get this question all the time, and it's all these people now in this bearish market how should i invest my money how should i go about investing every dollar that i have into crypto i mean not every dollar but how should i go about investing the money that i want to spend into crypto and what i like telling people the most i mean there's three ways of going about it obviously you can buy now but what i would recommend is to obviously dollar cost average with small portions of your bag throughout this whole entire bearish trend because there's a very very big possibility of us going a lot lower than we are now and i mean obviously we're sitting at a couple of different support ranges and stuff like that if you know anything about technical analysis but we can always break those levels to oh, yeah. another crazy event that's happened oh, like yeah. these last another two events swan. yeah exactly and you have that you can either sell your bags now and wait for that dip to happen but who knows we might go on a utility run and that dip never even occurs with the tokens that you hold obviously it's just yeah. it really just depends on what you're holding in this moment yeah and i mean everything that we've talked about in the past has bright futures yeah and it could just pop off you right. never you never know when some of these tokens that we've talked about could just pop off break out of the market cycle and just go on the utility runs that we've always just explained to you guys in the past yeah I mean, and then obviously the third option is if you're not even looking to buy, just sell your bags and hold off until that you feel as if the time is right.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe throw some money into silver or gold or something. If you want to put your money into something. Yeah. 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 My, my advice to people would be right now is where you need to do the most work. And that's what bearable bull says too. And I firmly believe that because Right now is the time where you need to be in the books, you need to be in the docs, researching, yeah. just reading, 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 watching videos, just like trying to gain as much knowledge as you possibly can, because that's going to ultimately help you form strategies that could potentially aid you in your rise to the top, yeah. so to speak.
0: The one percent. The one percent. Exactly. And becoming the uh, the elusive whale Cause there's, we're literally almost have 20,000 cryptocurrencies out there. It's going to be, I mean, it's, it is, but it isn't. People make it harder than it seems to invest into the right tokens. Yep. And I mean, like these prices we're at now, in my personal opinion, are beautiful times to be buying your tokens and buying up your bags and accumulating each and every token that you think is best. Not financial advice. Of course. But, um, I recommend sticking to no more than five tokens because, unless you're sitting here rocking with a million dollars, you should not be diversifying. I would say I
1: would say ten thousand.
0: No, I, I, yeah, I think if you have ten thousand dollars to work with, still only diversify with five tokens. Wow. Because yes, there is a lot out there with a lot of potential, but if you're just throwing all your eggs, say if you had ten thousand dollars, to a thousand dollars into 10 different tokens, your ROI might not be as great as an ROI investing in five tokens. Sure. Yeah. Well, I see your point. And I guess there's two sides to that coin
1: because I'm in the camp of, well, if you throw a $1,000 into 10 different tokens that yeah. you firmly believe are going to do something and are actually, you know, firm, that have good backings and are, you know, good, arguably good tokens, right? Yes. Yeah. If you have $1,000 in each of them and one of them goes on a run, your ROI, yes, is going to be lower than if, you know, it was one of the five that you picked. What if it wasn't one of the ones you picked at all? Of course. And it goes on a run. Yeah. So then you're going to watch this thing go to
0: the moon. 10x, 20x, 30x. Yeah, exactly. And then you can
1: pull that out and then throw those into the other nine tokens that you now have until you start to slowly push the pool together until... Cut some money,
0: say the least. You have a great point. And I mean, it is a great way of executing things. I just stick to the, the yeah, hand. Totally fair. Yeah, because that also
1: keeps you focused.
0: Yeah. Uh, having five tokens will keep you in basically... You Engaged know, in every single investment. Because, yeah. I mean, if you have 10 investments and you have to basically watch over each and every single investment that you've made, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, you can be confident with the choice, but like... There's going to be news that comes out and pops up about it. And I mean, nobody knew that Luna was going to crash. Nobody sure. knew that Celsius was going to crash. And with those things, like you kind of got to be really aware and understanding of what you're investing into Yep. and keep an eye on the market, the news and the information that's being provided on basically a daily basis. Sure. And so the more tokens you have to overwatch, the more time you're going to have to give to those tokens Yeah. and it's time management yeah of course so how, how much time do you have to put into it if
1: you don't yeah. have a lot of time
0: do us tokens yeah definitely good rule of thumb yeah i mean with twenty thousand tokens out there though a lot of options i'm just curious to the person who's invested into that token that just began you know like oh it, yeah like the, the super fresh one token that just was created the bitmark like, tokens exactly <laughs> like who's who's willing to throw money into these things that obviously probably has some sort of utility, but like it's barely even been on the market. I mean, that's probably where they get their eagerness to invest into it because it could bring a great ROI very quickly. But like with a small investment, yeah, too. That's where the fun comes. It's, yeah. it's like investing in penny stocks, it's like investing in the Elon token or something like that, like Safe Moon. Well,
1: yeah, clearly, clearly, if it's a meme token or if it has something that like is a big red flag to you, like promising, you know. Over 50% ROI on something, then like, nah, that's a no go. But if you see something that actually
0: is like a genuinely cool project, and it's like, why not throw something in there? Of course. Yeah. $100 wouldn't kill you. Yeah. Depends on what you're working with. Exactly. Yeah. But nonetheless, stick with what you know and make sure to not listen to other people's. I mean, you can digest other people's opinions. But make sure you do your own research before you even consider their opinion. Because at the end of the day, Bob Bob Shmurda could be telling you to invest all your money into SafeMoon because tomorrow it's going to moon. And then you invest all your money into SafeMoon. And tomorrow comes around and it doesn't moon. And then you're like, what the heck, man? Wait, didn't... Wait, Logic told people to invest into SafeMoon? No. Oh. not it Bob Shmurda? It's Bobby. I, I Bobby said Shmurda. Bob. I'm pre- uh. it's probably, yeah, I probably... You're right. My gosh. Well, anyways, I was not talking about logic. No, but yeah, just Final some days r- out, by the way. random hobo could just be telling you to invest in some token that he believes in. But like at the end of the day, you invest into it. You might not make a return at all.
1: Yeah. Plus, the other thing, too, is are you going to paper hands it? Yeah. Because if you don't know what
0: you're invested in, you see number go down. Essentially. Are you going to sacrifice that loss or mm. are you going to hold through the pen like to see the, the rise? Exactly. I sure have paper hand my XRP. And every other token I've held. So paper me. hand your XRP? I haven't sold.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah that means you're not a paper hand. Diamonds, baby. Diamonds. You're right. Diamonds all yeah. right. <laughs> <Diamonds are> forever. <laughs> Tiny A reference.
0: Talking about XRP, this XRP lawsuit soon coming to an end, it seems. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, there's a lot of news out there that's kind of like bringing justice to the space and being really cracking down on the SEC and yeah. what we've seen in the past. I judge and starting to really realize what's going, ro- what's going on and what's going wrong with the case. I mean, what do you think about it?
1: I mean, I think that the case has obviously gone on for way too long. Everybody already knows this. And, you know, people have kept saying, oh, it's going to end soon. It's going to end soon. It's going to end soon. I said it was going to end over at and over the beginning and over
0: of the year. Yeah. yeah. I said it was going to end my birthday last year. That's July of last year. I was like, yeah. oh, we're going to $10. Just wait. Just yeah. wait, guys. Just wait. Nothing's yeah. happening.
1: I mean, at, the, at this point, like, the SEC has been grasping at such few straws yeah. that... It's it's basically essentially the uh, the meme of like the SWAT guys with like the door thing to yeah. put the door in and there's the little Cheeto like as the, the door lock.
0: It's essentially <laughs> the
1: SEC's defense here. Yeah. Or no. the SEC's
0: uh, argument here. Of course, It's not strong or structured at no. all. No, not in the slightest. And a great, I mean, if you personally invest in XRP during this whole entire lawsuit and you've been through the thick and thin with it, a great way of going about... Sh- strategizing the end of the lawsuit is one, continue to dollar cost average. Continue to buy that bag up because if you know XRP and you know the company robo behind XRP, we all know that it's going to... It's, it's going to do something. It's going to... Yeah, it's going to do something. That's yeah. all I want to say. Yeah. But continue to dollar cost average. And hey, maybe look into buying some NFTs on the XRPL because yeah. XLS20ED is being voted on by... All of the operating nodes. It, no, it's not the nodes. The validators. Yeah, yeah. The oh, well, yeah. Actually, yeah. The validator nodes. Yeah. On they're- the XRPL right now, and there's about thirty-five of them, and they all. If once we hit twenty-eight voting yes towards XLS twenty, that's obviously the standard that NFTs will be based off of. Right now, they're based off of XLS fourteen D, but there's just not a lot of. There's not
1: a lot of infrastructure, infrastructure
0: or utility backing no. it. No, not at all. it's very primitive. Yeah, and so once XLS20D comes out, that's basically just going to open up the whole entire market to all the utility needed and yeah. infrastructure as well. Yeah. But hey, my biggest thing is you buy some of these, buy some of these blue chip NFT projects on the XRPL. Obviously, you're using your XRP to buy the NFT projects, but nfts are in a bearish market right now as we both know and um you could be making xrp off of your xrp yeah uh, like yeah so you're you're talking about the renting mechanic with junk i mean yeah i mean that is a factor but what i'm saying is you <laughs> buy an nft right now at say 100 xrp sure buy a thousand xrp worth of it that gives yep. you 10 NFTs. if that nft is to go to a thousand xrp you 10x your bag. So yeah. your 1,000 XRP invested is going to now be 10,000 XRP. And who knows what the price of XRP will be at once it's at 10,000 XRP that you potentially sell for. Yeah. Know? the I guess the flip side to that too would also
1: be the... Well, I mean, it's totally possible because now that I think about it, because I'm thinking about like most Ethereum transactions, like in terms of NFTs, yeah, are usually smaller like ETH yep. transactions. So, you know, under 10, maybe 100. And that's Nothing thousands super of dollars. Crazy. And yeah, it is thousands of dollars. But my, my, my brain was going in a different
0: direction with that. Yeah. So, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, look, man, I just work here. Okay. I, I just think it's insane because obviously, I mean, ETH 2.0 will come out eventually. Hope they, Hopefully, they can fix their gas fees and all that. Yeah. the... All uh, that, that goes into that.
1: Yeah, there there very well could be a cascading effect that is in the works for altcoins and migration, the migration. But the thing is, Bitcoin doesn't have to be like the end all be all for what determines the rest of the market. Yeah. Right. So are we going to see Tether implode? Probably.
0: Sad fact. You know, I wouldn't say it's a sad fact. I think it's. The new revolution. Well, yeah, it's it's finally the cleanse, yeah, so to speak.
1: We got all of this McDonald's in our uh in our in our space here. So all we, gotta, we need is kombucha. Yeah, all we need is like a couple a couple things of kombucha, clear the Oof. gut. Oof. Yep. Oof. But it, yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna have East 2.0 launching. Yes. Hopefully, it's not delayed again for the five millionth time. uh Flare launching that's going to be another big factor too so not only do we have the xrp lawsuit potentially coming to an end within the next few months we're not even going to speculate a time frame on that because it's a waste of time yeah might as well save your breath right so we have the the flare launch which i think is going to maybe give a small bump to a lot of different tokens because people want to be able to stake them and earn f assets back from it and flare token and all that stuff for you know those of For those people who, you know, want to actually participate in it. Of course. So you have that, Ethereum, and then once Ethereum 2.0 launches, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens to the market as a whole. This is a whole new paradigm. This is not something that, you know, 2017 saw. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if once ETH 2.0 comes out and that price starts, you know, doing its thing, if that's going to start bringing the rest of the alts with it as people start to realize Bitcoin's not
0: everything that it seems to be
1: yeah because that's what everybody's super focused on right now is everybody is so focused on you know Bitcoin's the daily price movement and the one minute yeah. you know of bitcoin
0: just you know plummeting away. into the ground yeah. yeah that people need to look at the bigger picture there's a lot more utility out there than just a store value
1: yeah and it's digital not like, gold yeah yeah exactly and it's not even necessarily a long-term thing either so like long-term obviously everybody's bearish or yeah. sorry uh bullish
0: yeah of course long-term
1: everybody's bullish but like in the super short term right now and in the next few months, everybody's super bearish because, you know, the market's tanking. All the hedge funds are starting to pull their money out of all kinds of different stocks. The world's and stuff. economy is just not stable. It's looking bad.
0: Nothing's going to
1: be stable. It's looking bad. Yeah. yeah. But with all of these new developments in the space, who says that it has to still be bad? Yeah. Because if you're e- even if the Fed keeps raising interest rates, why is that going to stop the cryptocurrency space from being able to be good thrive to thrive exactly yeah. and what if the the other thought too is what if the crypto market like a lot of there are a lot of smart people in the, in the crypto space
0: the smartest of people in the world are exactly. in the crypto space
1: exactly right so what if what if everybody already saw the fed sort of just like tiptoeing around the basis point issue and seeing that inflation is going to keep going up and seeing that all the stocks are going to keep plummeting. And crypto is plummeting right now as a preliminary before stocks start doing it. Because right now, crypto is still a speculative sort of space
0: until yeah. we start getting, you know, true adoption. It's just a digital asset. There's nothing more, nothing less at the moment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. once utility is implemented and... Obviously, regulatory clarity comes to the space. And I personally believe once, I don't think this has happened yet. I think we've gotten close to it, but I don't think it's happened yet. I think once something can overturn Bitcoin as the number one spot, this whole entire market is going to change for the complete better because Bitcoin won't rule the price movement of everything else.
1: Bitcoin and Tether. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Tether hasn't printed forever, and we see what's that, what
0: that's doing to the market. Yeah, it's bringing it down. Yeah. I think once either ETH, XRP, who knows, maybe even Binance USD or Binance coin itself could overturn Bitcoin, take that number one spot. My two big ones are just. Ethereum or XRP at this moment in time just to overturn it because those two, I mean, Ethereum's obviously held that number two spot for the longest amount of time, but little do you know, I mean, XRP has been in that number two spot in the past, in the years prior. And so it has potential to grab that liquidity and grab that market cap to be able to overturn something that high of a market cap because Bitcoin's price right now is about 45% 45 of the market's power. Crazy to think about. Yeah, damn, that, damn you're fifty percent. Yeah. That one coin has all of that power. And it's because of all the early investors, more or less. And then the hedge funds and all that extra liquidity that comes Sailor. from the world. I mean El Salvador creating its own digital currency as Bitcoin's contender. But it's just yeah, I mean there's so there's so much that goes into all of this. Yeah. And I mean personally speaking, utility's going to kick in. And once it kicks in, we're going to see the true value of all the currencies out there that yeah. that truly deserve it. Yeah, we have the new
1: ISO standard two zero zero two two launching. Up there nah, but it's fine. yeah. Yeah, hey,
0: yeah, You get the point. Every other go back to our last videos. I mean, you'll see majority of the tokens that we've talked about that are ISO two zero zero. Yep. Standard approved. Yep. I mean, that's just a standard. They're not like they're not like Stamped on them, like, this is ISO 20022. But-, but the fact
1: that they're already prepped for that
0: yes. is immense and for yeah, adoption. Guaranteed of approval. Yeah. Well, plus also, too, if you look at
1: what the Digital Pound Foundation is, who, who the Digital Pound Foundation is partnered with, uh, Ripple and Quant, uh, that's major as well. Just to see what all of these major countries' CBDC projects are partnered with. All the smart countries besides the blind United States... Well, actually, the the Fed Now service that is essentially the the digital asset wing of the of the Fed right now. Yeah, um, they actually delayed the. I, I don't I don't know if they were they were in a testing phase with it or what's going on with it, but they just announced a delay with it um, into next year. They were they were supposed to have like a really big announcement at the end of the year, which aligns with the ISO. Yeah, you know, yeah. launch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they ended up delaying it into next year for whatever reason, so it was the year after. It was a little bit of time. I'll find, I, I'll find the
0: article. We'll I just think the United States is just so far back upon adoption of crypto. I feel like majority of every other country out there knows the true value behind crypto, like specifically Europe. I mean, obviously Europe's not a country, it's a continent, but like majority of the countries inside of europe itself understand where crypto is going and how they're going to adopt it in these next three to five years asia pacific region all day long absolutely yeah. them too yeah and yeah. it's just like why are we so far back and because we don't have term limits well, it's that <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've got all the, we've got all these people in their like 70s 60s 70s 80s that don't understand it's it It's because and we drive on the other side of the road is them that's why lobbying lobbying on behalf
0: of banks and institutions gosh it's just i feel like we're just blindsided to the reality of what's to come i mean the sec that's where it starts out at i mean they're making all the regulatory clarities for this whole entire space and obviously the government is starting like the united states government above the sec is just starting to realize like the, congress and these uh, idiots are messing up our adoption Yep, and they're messing up the potential that we have to do something greater than great and greater than anything's ever been before yep and i hope they just get ahead of, like, they just regain their senses and come to the conclusion of we need to change this and we need to change it now
1: mm-hmm
0: yeah but leading to that, where do you think crypto is headed to close off the year? I mean, obviously we've stated the adoption of all these different utilities for obviously ETH, FLARE, XRP, and the ISO 20022 standard. And that And That's a big... All of those together are very big factors of where we will be going potentially to the end of the year.
1: If there are no more delays, here's what I foresee happening. None of this is financial advice. This is just <laughs> me as a moron guessing, right? So... If there are no delays, I think ETH is going to overtake Bitcoin okay. easily Yeah, all day long. Like, yeah. the, I don't see a reason why it shouldn't. Sure. The thing that I think is going to be the most interesting is if slash when Tether implodes,
0: what is it going to suck the most liquidity out of? I think Bitcoin. That's why I was thinking too. Because I think Tether is, I mean, like we just stated, Bitcoin's almost 50% power of the whole entire market. There's 20,000 tokens out there. Bitcoin is valued more than like 19,999. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And Tether is probably the only thing that's been stabilizing its price for so long, and that's why like you said Tether stopped printing. Therefore, oh my gosh, everything's connecting now. Everything is. I hope everything's connecting to everybody on the other side of that screen as well. Yep. Because like, it just makes all the sense. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think Ethereum will overtake Bitcoin, especially once Tether implodes. Yeah. Because then that liquidity's got to go somewhere. Because
1: obviously, people who actually physically hold Tether, if that goes to zero, sorry. the USDC. But anyway. All that liquidity has to go
0: somewhere. Some of it's going to leave the market, obviously. A good amount of it will probably leave the market because of fear. Yeah, true. There's going to be a lot of, I mean, there already is so much fear out in the market. Yeah. And it's like, it's sad because it's pushing people away. But I mean, technology is much more advanced. So people have a lot more like information at their their feet now. Compared to the early 2000s and 2008 when the stock market crashed back then. And I mean, the the dot-com boom and all that, people just weren't really aware of what was going on. We're in the dot-com boom right now.
1: Yeah. 100%. We are in the dot-com boom It's just a new
0: generation of dot-com. But with currency. Yeah. Money boom. Think about. Yeah. And I mean, like... I mean... People just have so much more information at them now, like oh, yeah. at their feet where it's like crypto Twitter or well, that, but like false information and true information. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot more false propaganda out there trying to mislead you and to have you ape in and to invest into these different tokens and look at the market in complete different perspectives than you should actually be looking at it. Like, yeah, I mean, there's more to this market rather than just Bitcoin. Yeah, And that's all people hear about nowadays. If you're 50, 60 years old, you are not, like, 50, sorry, I don't want to, like, I don't want to just. You don't want to profile. Exactly. If you're, sorry, not even 50, 60, if you're, like, above the age of 70 plus, you have no idea of crypto at all, the only thing you probably ever heard about is Bitcoin. Yeah. And that's all you know. You don't know what it does you don't know who's behind it. you don't know anything about it and that's kind of also what happened to me recently so i had to go back to northern florida for my aunt's like funeral and stuff and i got to reconnect with some of my old family members sure. and one of my old family members is my uncle and he does he doesn't he's a very smart guy he's big into tech and stuff but he knows he knows nothing about crypto all he really knows about is like Bitcoin and he really doesn't even know about Bitcoin at that. And he was just asking me because like he knows I do my podcast and stuff like that. And he's just like "So tell me about it. Like what is crypto and what is it providing? And I just basically went on a big rant with him and gave him a better understanding of like utility and what some of these cryptocurrencies are actually trying to go after. Yep. Because there's more to it than just a store of value. We're trying to hit the banks. We're trying to hit businesses we're trying to hit the peer-to-peer transaction. all of the money yes all the money and the derivative yeah market i mean there's so much more out there than just obviously all of the money like you have Metaverse stuff yeah everything yeah crypto is trying to take over everything no. like you've said in the past you will own nothing and you will be happy more or less that yeah because everything's gonna be digital yeah it, you're not gonna have i mean you're going to have a phone, of course, because it's all going to be on that. But like... Cars. Yeah. A great example is cars. Yeah. And it's just like... Once we're able to inform the people that need to be informed and the people who actually have a lot more money than these some of these people already investing into crypto, everything's going to be changed. Yeah. There's so many people out there, like elders, who are just uninformed and they don't really... They're basically, I mean, a lot of people are relying on their social securities to help them retire. If they can just get an understanding of this beautiful token called XRP, that'd set them up very nicely for their retirement. I'm sure it will. (sighs) Yeah. Anyways, that was kind of a big rant for no reason. But any.
1: But yeah, that's that's also why it's important for there to be watchdogs in the space. Yeah. To like siphon out the dumb BS. Kind of like irate uh in the H bar NFT space. He's like I can't think of any other examples, but like Chris is awesome at that. He's just like, huh. That thing that you're 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 trying to sell there. It's crap. <laughs> it's a security. <laughs> no, not even just like We need more people that are really good at reading between the lines and reading through the BS. Yeah. And that I think also will help ultimately determine what those winner and loser currencies are going to be after Tether collapses, regulation starts coming in and starts, you know, really setting up the market to flourish.
0: Have you heard of this one thing? This one, this one group of guys you haven't group of guys all kings? No, no, I haven't. Yeah, they're really... Sourcing out the BS. Yeah, they sound like a bunch of losers. Alt kings. Nah, who name themselves that? No, but yeah, it's more or less just about finding right from wrong and making sure that the information that you're retaining is the right information. Yeah. Yes, we do provide it, but if you don't listen to us, there's many other great people out there coindesk and coin market cap all have amazing articles
1: uh, on all daily the tokens. news articles about yeah. everything going on yeah um i have yet to read like some like bs article from these guys so i don't know who's curating it or like you know all their writers and stuff but like i think they do a good job yeah personally
0: yeah i i agree and then there's obviously influencers out there like the bearable bull BitBoy crypto kevin cage yeah crypto mason he's a great guy i mean there's a lot of other guys out there as well like digital perspective stuff of that i mean there's great great crypto is a great community but you have to find the right people in the community because there's always going to be snakes in the grass kind of to cap things off some cryptos to keep an eye on are that are on my personal watch list at this moment in time I'm definitely keeping a big eye on XRP. Yep. H bar, XDC, Quant. They're four. I mean, as we discussed before, I, I really only like to keep it to five and f- no more than five. Sure. But um, I really don't have to keep an eye on uh, helium because I just mine that. Yeah. Which is beautiful. But my fifth one would more or less have to be probably. No, I'm not a big fan of XLM, so I don't really like speaking upon that. But I'd have to say my fifth token would probably have to be either Origin Trail or... No love for my homie Cedon? Cedon is a great token. I mean, I did have some money into it. Did? (laughs) Did you sell? I think it was... I mean... It's gone down 50%. Since no, it's f- literally right back to where it was, bro. Yes. I did sell the do some. Hey, did you take an L? No, I didn't take an L. I sold right where I had it to um test my luck in some things. Sure. but Because uh, I'm just trying to stack cash. That's all I'm really trying to do right now is stack cash so I can get bigger bags down the long run. True. I mean, there's many ways of doing that. Yeah. But probably my fifth token right now is probably Origin Trail. I mean, Seedon is another one on my watch list but i'm very like hesitant of that fifth token my four right now is xrp xdc
1: both the amount of capital that you're working with too yeah no no really no point in like spreading it out that thin
0: of course and what, what's on your watch list right now probably the same
1: uh yeah so there's a lot of, a lot of same on that xrp xdc quant um big one for me is songbird gonna be really interesting to see what songbird does as we get closer to july 4th Flair recently announced that they had a successful audit so that was like the big thing holding it up and why the last delay happened was yep. because they wanted to make sure i i think they're really trying to make sure this thing is literally as 100 as it possibly can be because with the backing of ripple
0: and like the fact that it's such a giant like you don't want to mess that up of course no, i mean they've it's not, I'm not going to say they've messed it up in the past, but like they've prolonged it so they don't mess it their up. Their communication is terrible. That too. Yeah. They really can work on their communication. It would be nice. But yeah. I'm going through my... Um, I mean, Cardano is a good token as well, but I'm not... I, Constellation, dag. We haven't done a video on that. And DAG is a very strong token as well. I mean there's so many there's there's so many great tokens out there to invest in, but like I'm not that guy to go out it's it's very hard to time the market to where like you're able to identify one that's gonna pump before another. Yeah. And then be able to ride uh diversify your bags into those other tokens. Yeah.
1: Well, the other thing you can do is arbitrage, which is very risky. I don't yeah. recommend people do it. But like if you pay attention to stuff long enough and you see rises and dips in the market in particular currencies. Um, so like, for instance, what I did recently is I bought a ton of HBAR NFTs, as everyone knows a at this point.
0: filthy amount of HBAR Stop. NFTs.
1: Yeah, so uh-huh. I bought a ton of HBAR NFTs when XRP was really strong against HBAR. Because when XRP would rise, it would in a day, like if we're if we're on like a maybe like a mini bull run, um, XRP would go up like between like five ish and like seven ish cents a day, whereas HBAR would would gain like a penny or two pennies, like nothing crazy. Right. So because it kept gaining strength against it, I kept investing into the HBAR NFTs because when we are eventually going to have a downturn like now. Yeah hbar is actually stronger against xrp than it was a couple months or especially a year ago so by doing that by doing that and i I mean essentially the the hbar nfts space like the values have pretty much stayed the same if not appreciated because of newer gens coming out and people being nostalgic for stuff i guess i don't know but uh either the price either the prices have risen or they've stayed the same for a
0: majority of you're basically just saying become an NFT degen in the mean short term to potentially flip your your money into those. Yeah, it's it's a diversify.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's it's worthwhile to think of little strategies that might work better for you um, because you obviously can't pay attention to everything at once. But if yeah. you start paying attention to the little, little, little strategies that you might be able to potentially do, it could it could benefit
0: you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's HBAR, there's Solana, there's obviously ETH. Is there there's, Solana? <laughs> there is, but there Ouch. isn't. Yeah, but um, there's a lot of opportunity out there. Stack your cash, dollar cost average, and you will thank us three to five years from now. Not even, and not even financial advice either. Yeah, of course, never financial advice. Or maybe stack some precious metals if you're if you're feeling saucy about. The I building. like my digital assets, never my hard ones. Fair, but you, I mean, you can still buy. Uh, yeah. Make sure to get your hardware wallets. Get your, get your coins. You're seeing what's yeah Celsius. That can happen with anybody. Could happen with Nexo. Could happen with Coinbase. Literally, could happen with Coinbase. It could happen with any exchange. If Coinbase was to go bankrupt, this is where we're going to end off. If Coinbase was to go bankrupt, they can steal all of your money in the exchanges. We're ending it there. This has been the All kings Podcast. I normally would take off my headphones at this moment in time, and we will see you next episode.
1: How did I... (laughs) I finally get it in one episode, and then I miss it again.
0: That was great.